0: It's right I don't O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Shabbat Shalom. In Matthew 4-4, Yeshua said these words, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Taking in the Word of God every day is life to our spirit, and health to our bones. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine, not a famine for food, but a famine for the Word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11-12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure Scripture flowing out living man at a your spirit now let's continue our journey through the entire bible in 1 year this week we are reading from the israel bible for the hebrew scriptures and from the king james for the brit hadashah today we finish up the torah portion Vayakel, and it means and he assembled exodus 40 1 to 38 And HaShem spoke to Moses, saying, On the first day of the first month you shall set up the Mishkan of the Tent of Meeting. Place there the ark, and screen off the ark with the curtain. Bring in the table, and lay out its due setting. Bring in the menorah, and light its lamps. And place the gold altar of incense before the ark, Then, put up the screen for the entrance of the Mishkan. You shall place the Mitzvah, the ark, altar of burnt offering before the entrance of the Mishkan of the Tent of Meeting. Place the labor between the Tent of Meeting and the Mitzvah and put water in it. Set up the enclosure round about and put it in place and place the screen for the gate of the enclosure. You shall take the anointing oil and anoint the mishkan, the tabernacle, and all that is in it to consecrate it and all its furnishings, so that it shall be holy. Then anoint the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils to consecrate the altar, so that the altar shall be most holy. And anoint the laver and its stand to consecrate it. You shall bring Aaron and his sons forward to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them with the water. Put the sacral vestments on Aaron and anoint him and consecrate him that he may serve me as Kohen. Then bring his sons forward, put tunics on them, and anoint them as you have anointed their father, that they may serve me as Kohenim. This their anointing shall serve them for everlasting priesthood throughout the ages. This Moses did, just as Hashem had commanded him, so he did. In the first month of the second year, on the first of the month, the Mishkan was set up. Moses set up the Mishkan, the tabernacle, placing its sockets, setting up its planks, inserting its bars, and erecting its posts. He spread the tent, "...over the Mishkan, placing the covering of the tent on top of it, just as HaShem had commanded Moses. He took the covenant and placed it in the ark. He fixed the poles to the ark and placed the cover on top of the ark, and brought the ark inside the Mishkan. Then he put up the curtain for screening and screened off the ark, just as HaShem had commanded Moses." He placed the table in the Tent of Meeting outside the curtain on the north side of the Mishkan. Upon it he laid out the setting of bread before Hashem, as Hashem had commanded Moses. He placed the menorah in the Tent of Meeting opposite the table on the south side of the Mishkan, and he lit the lamps before Hashem, as Hashem had commanded Moses. He placed the Altar of Gold in the Tent of Meeting before the Curtain, and on it he burned aromatic incense as Hashem had commanded Moses. Then he put up the screen for the entrance of the Mishkan. At the entrance of the Mishkan of the Tent of Meeting, he placed the Altar of Burnt Offering. On it he offered up the Burnt Offering and the Meal Offering, as Hashem had commanded Moses. He placed the laver between the Tent of Meeting and the mitzvah, and put water in it for washing. From it, Moses and Aaron and his sons would wash their hands and feet. They washed when they entered the Tent of Meeting and when they approached the mitzvah, as Hashem had commanded Moses. And he set up the enclosure around the Mishkan and the Mitzpahiah and put up the screen for the gate of the enclosure. When Moses had finished the work, the cloud covered the Tent of Meeting, and the presence of Hashem filled the Mishkan. Moses could not enter the Tent of Meeting because the cloud had settled upon it, and the presence of Hashem filled the Mishkan. When the cloud lifted from the Mishkan, the Israelites would set out on their various journeys. But if the cloud did not lift, they would not set out until such time as it did. For over the Mishkan, the tabernacle, a cloud of Hashem rested by day, and fire would appear in it by night, in the view of all the house of Israel throughout their journeys. Luke 1, 1-25 For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth and order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word, it seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all these things from the very first, to write to you in order most excellent Theophilus that you might know the certainty of those things wherein you have been instructed. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias, of the course of Abiah, and his wife was the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no child, And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Fear not, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you shall have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth, for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient. To the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well stricken in years. And the angel answered him and said, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God, and am sent to speak to you and to show you these glad tidings. And behold, You shall be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because you believe not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak to them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple. For he beckoned to them and remained speechless. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, The Lord has dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. Psalm 56, 1-13 Be merciful to me, O God, for man would swallow me up. He fighting daily oppresses me. My enemies would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me, O Most High. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do to me. Every day they rest my words, all their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather themselves together, they hide themselves, they mark my steps when they wait for my soul. Shall they escape by iniquity? In your anger cast down the people, O God. You tell my wanderings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not? in your book? When I cry to you, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know, for God is with me. In God will I praise his word. In the Lord will I praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not be afraid of what man can do to me. Your vows are upon me, O God. I will render praises unto you. For you have delivered my soul from death. Will you not deliver my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? Proverbs 11.8 The righteous is delivered out of trouble, and the wicked comes in his stead. I'd like to speak to you today from our Torah portion from Exodus chapter 40. And in this chapter, we see a detailed description of the assembling of the tabernacle, the wilderness tabernacle. And let's just zoom in on verses 30, 31, and 32. He placed the laver between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it for washing. From it, Moses and Aaron and his sons would wash their hands and feet. They washed when they entered the tent of meeting and when they approached the altar as Hashem had commanded Moses. Last fall, I had the honor and the privilege of working with Carla Joy. And she has an awesome curriculum that she's put together that's very hands-on. We worked together at Sukkot. And it was at Monte Judas Sukkot in Oklahoma. And we worked with the children. And one of the highlights of that week of working with the kids was we actually assembled um, a mock-up, a model of the Wilderness Temple. We put it all together before the children came to class. And it was made with PVC pipes and with canvas white curtains all around the outer edge. And then there was a holy place where the altar of incense was and where the table of showbread was and then a curtain with blue, purple, and scarlet. And on the other side of that curtain was the Ark of the Covenant, which we used with a wicker basket that had two wicker angels on the top, on the lid. And inside, we had the Ark, the Ten Commandments, and a bud that sprouted, Aaron's bud, that sprouted with almonds and blossoms. Outside of the tabernacle, we had a large bowl of water, and um, we filled it with water. And then when the children came to class, we had each group, we had like four different groups, one at 9 o'clock, one at 10 o'clock, one at 11, and one at 12. So when each group would come, We had them in a different tent where we prepared them. And we explained, today, you're going to be Levitical priests. And only the Levitical priests could go inside the tabernacle. And so, as Levitical priests, we put white t-shirts on all of them. And a headdress on their head. And um, then we brought them to the other Tent where the tabernacle was. And we had them all take their shoes and socks off, and we had them two or three at a time wash their hands and feet in the big bowl, the laver of water, which was right outside the tabernacle. And then we escorted them, kind of took them on a tour on the inside of this tabernacle. And inside we had a young man, a teenage boy actually. Uh, Dressed up as Aaron the high priest, and he wore the ephod with the breastplate. He had the turban on. Um, It was really the children's eyes were round as saucers. And we explained to them as you go in, this is holy, this is a holy place. So be very, very quiet, and your navigator will explain what you're seeing. So, first they stopped at the altar of incense and there was actual incense burning there every all the furniture we made out of cardboard boxes and we spray painted it with gold so they looked really real and so there was an actual altar of incense where real incense was burning and there stood Aaron the priest and he spoke to the children then we took them to the table of showbread where there was some actual bread and then we took them up to the curtain the with the red, the purple, the blue, and the scarlet. And we parted the curtain and allowed them to go into the most holy place where was the Ark of the Covenant. And we took the lid off that had the two cherubim on it. And they got to peek inside and see the Ten Commandments and the bud that budded Aaron's rod. And then the children would exit out of the tabernacle and the next group would come through. Those children will never, ever forget that lesson. It truly made the Bible come alive. And when they, as they get older, read this chapter that we read today, it's going to speak to their hearts in a whole different way because they got to experience what was on the pages of the book so it was really a very very special experience for the children we had ages about 4 to 11 that age group and they were just delightful to work with now there's actually some really cool curriculum that is available through carla joy's website uh, to get children ready for passover and so there are some wonderful Passover lessons that you can take your children through before Passover. And then there's an actual Passover Seder um, with the story that you read for Passover. So if you want to know more information about this, go to visualstorybible.org. That's visualstorybible.org. That's visualstorybible.org and you can learn more about how the the curriculum is free. There are other parts of the website where you can purchase product, um, but the actual curriculum is free. So I just thought it would be really cool to share that. So if you have children, or you are an aunt or an uncle or a grandma or a grandpa, Um, this is something to really check out. It's very, very awesome curriculum, all hands-on, very much Torah-based, but also Yeshua-honoring, and um, really engages the children in a hands-on way, in lessons that they will never forget. So that's what I have for today, and I hope you have a blessed day. Shalom. Ever Adonai a